Welcome, everybody. Happy New Year. This is Doug and Joyce with Restless South Fan Edition broadcast, first one of the year. Uh, Joyce is with us tonight. Welcome back, Joyce. Hi. Welcome back from what, next week or last week? <laughs> well, you weren't with us with the last episode, so I was welcome you back. Oh, I forgot the little short one we did after the whole Sharon and Victor scandal. Yeah, that was a great turnout, but tonight... We have an amazing guest with us tonight. You love her. We've all been growing up with her. She has no other introduction I can give, but for those who may not remember, this character has been buried alive. She's rocked on with Danny Romilotti. She's had relationships with Paul Williams, Scott Granger, Brad Carlson, even given him a heart attack in bed, and on Hold the Beautiful with Ridge and Eric Forster, the wonderful, the beautiful Tracy Bregman. Welcome to the show tonight. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here. Ah, thank you. We are so excited to have you here. Uh, and by the Twitter way, I told you, you know what? I like to be reminded at least three times a year that I gave Brad a heart attack in bed. I love that. How are you? Because to this day, like, it really upsets Don Diamond. Oh, does it? <laughs> he always says it was a heart episode, not a heart attack. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I saw on Twitter earlier that you were out having a good time over in the Third Street Promenade. Did you did you enjoy that tonight? Oh, yes. It was really nice, just taking a nice walk. Yeah, I used to live in L.A., and I used to love going to Santa Monica and just enjoying the, 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 the coast and the, just the peacefulness of that area. It's a wonderful area. It's beautiful. It was very hot today. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, very warm, almost yeah. like a summer day. Oh, that's good, especially. Oh, it's unusual for this time of year. Uh, so did you have a good Happy New Year? You know what? I had a phenomenal New Year. Awesome. Really great holiday. It was fun, you know, taking a break. But, of course, keeping in touch with everybody. Spent the day with Stafford. And, you know, it was really nice. Uh, sisters. Redhead sisters yep. hanging out. That's awesome. That's right. It's, a, we it's call probably amazing. Sis. And that's good. And I saw in a recent interview you also uh, called Jess. Sis as well, since you're also. Oh, oh yeah, she calls me little sis. I call her big sis. <laughs> well, uh, in preparation for this show, I wanted to uh, go get, go kind of back in history to see, you know, where you where you started and how you've gotten to where you're at today. Um, one of the things, sadly, I did not know about you was that you were born in Germany, and that's yeah. that's amazing, and that you came over to the U.S. at age ten or eleven. Is that correct? Yeah, I, w- I was born in Munich, Germany, and then raised in London, England, until I was ten and a half. Wow. And your parents were both in the business, I hear. Right. My mother um, was an actress who did The Saint, and she's in one of the most famous Twilight Zones, and um, she worked all the time. And my father was a musical arranger. There's a record out called Bing Sings, Whilst Bregman Swings. His two Ella Fitzgerald albums are still on the top 100 jazz um, albums, and um, then he became a producer and director. We, the reason we were in London is he ran uh, specials for BBC Television. Oh, wow! So I kind of <laughs> grew up in the business. Yeah, that's a, that's awesome. I mean, that's that's such a great inspiration to get you into where you have you know had you have become and grown and over the years. Right. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, grew up on sets, and I, I learned it from the other side because I really, strangely enough, didn't go to work with. Sorry, my dogs have decided to turn into Cujos, and hold on, shh, shh, 
guys, shh. Uh, sorry, they are going okay. insane in the background. <laughs> um, okay. I sort of, I sort of learned it from the producer standpoint. So I spent time on set with the producers and directors, and then hours and hours and hours in the edit bay with my father. And so mm-hmm. I learned so much about production and what goes on behind the scenes, more so than really what happens on set. Wow. So, so um, uh, was Days of Our Lives your first big break then, um, when your role as Donna Temple Craig? Yeah, you know, my the, how I got my SAG card, my Screen Actors Guild card, was a movie of the week called Three on a Date with Lonnie Anderson, directed by Bill Bixby. And before that, I was the Kellogg's Apple Jacks girl and actually started, when I was 11, hand modeling for commercials. I oh, did wow. Mattel toys, and and then I started to sort of model. And then my first real gig, because I only had one line in Three on a Date, um, my, <laughs> my first real gig, you're right, was Days of Our Lives, oh. which I was hired was, for three days a- and ended up staying two and a half years. Wow, that's uh, I I started I started watching soaps in '83 '84, so I missed that time oh, frame. Oh, so right I did, when I started I, Young and Restless. Yes, yes, right when you started Young and Restless. I so I pretty much have grown up with you, all the way through your character. So I've I've, I've, I've you're like a big sister to me. We've grown um, up together. <laughs> yes, and uh, but in between, and I mentioned this on Twitter with you the other day. Um, in between Days of Her Lives and Young and Restless, she starred in the big classic horror film, Happy Birthday to Me. Right. I did um, three, uh, I did actually two movies in a nighttime series in between. And um, I did this series um, called uh, Second Family Tree for NBC, which was an amazing experience with Ann Archer and Frank Converse. And, um, oh, wow. And I played Martin Hewitt's girlfriend, and uh, James Spader played the brother. So it was an amazing experience. And then the executive producer, Wes Kenny, from Days of Our Lives, literally drove up in my driveway one day. He had gone over to Young and Restless, and I, was, I walked outside and said, Wes, oh, my goodness. And he said, hey, kid, you want to do a soap again? And I said, well, what are you doing? And we sort of talked back and forth, and um, I wasn't sure I wanted, you know, at that point I was, you know, 18, and I wasn't sure what I was doing, and um, and I started to watch the show, and I really, really loved it, and I came in and met with everybody, and they created the character of Lauren. I was only supposed to be there for the summer, three months, and mm-hmm. ended up, you know, never leaving, actually. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a really good thing. I mean, how many how many gigs in this business can you say? In fact, I had dinner with Eileen Davidson last night, and we were talking about it at dinner, you know, how blessed we are and how grateful we are to have these kind of gigs because you're right, daytime is changing dramatically. We talked a lot about that last night and how lucky we are to have these amazing gigs because both of us have been able to have our families and have have our children and bring our babies to work and continue to do our two loves, which is was motherhood and acting. Well, yes, 
Yeah, um, we'll talk about the the, the, the genre here shortly. That's uh, that's a hot right. topic for a lot of lot of talent and fans um, all over. Um, I did read something online, and you never know when it's online what it's true or not. But I I read that you added the the, the letter E to your name because an astrologist suggested it would help your career, and then you landed the role a month later or so on Young and Restless. Is that true or? It's actually true. Um, oh, in no. fact. I my, I was born T R A C Y Elizabeth mm-hmm. Bregman and she said I needed to be T R A C E Y and bring the E period in and that's exactly what happened four weeks later as I landed Young and Restless and I've been afraid to take the E out ever since um, ah. and yeah <laughs> well that is, that is interesting to know so some people who uh, not sure about astrology. You never say, hey, look, we have proof. Well, right it here. was numerology. 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 Oh. Awesome. Yeah. I just um, thought it was it interesting, and then I was like, wow, maybe this stuff works. <laughs> <laughs> really? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has a different belief in it, but, you know, if, if, if it works and it got you where you are today, then, then bless it then. Um, yeah, absolutely. Also, in, in doing the, uh, in the research, um, we know Lauren was a, uh, a singer back in the in, in the early career or in your early career, um, and I also read that you're a singer songwriter as well. Do you still pursue that, or did you ever have an album or anything in, over the years? Uh, no, uh, only in the shower do I pursue my singing career. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, I love music. I co-wrote a musical in the last couple of years, so I I still love music, but I I, I don't sing anymore. Oh, that's a shame. There, it'd be wonderful to have a, you know, a uh, Danny come back and you guys do a little duet or something like that. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> well, I'm not sure anybody would want to hear me, but you know, <laughs> I, I I will tell you that those those days were so much fun. I loved shooting our rock concerts. I loved working with Michael Damian. We just had so much fun. He is such a great guy. Yeah, he he is. Uh, I, we, we do miss him, um, our fans, the fans of the soap. I definitely miss him. Uh, he could be used in, in Genoa City now with, with Daniel and Lucy. And, uh, you know, it, it would be nice to see a presence uh, of Danny return someday. And maybe, you know, just as you said, uh, never say never. That's one of your things I see you say in a lot of interviews. So I'll use okay. that as well. You never can say never because yeah. we never just, know what's when, Right. It's so true. Just when you think it's not possible they could do that. You do it. So I just try and keep an open mind all the time. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, so when you joined Young and Restless, uh, you were a very young uh, girl, and you weren't the, the nice girl in, in, in Genoa City. You uh, you pretty much uh, stole Danny. Uh, you terrorized Tracy. Uh, you were a bad girl. And over the years, in the last, you know, since those times, up until the Sarah Smythe role that you, you you took over, which was brilliantly done as well, um, you you don't have you don't show, see that side anymore. Do you do you miss that? Do you miss being the bad girl? Or I have, so miss it. That- and in, yes, I mean you know when I first came on the show, I was a bitch with no redeeming qualities at all. And then it was really nice that Bill Bell started to evolve the character, and you sort of understood why she was the way that she was. Um, and then they sort of made me so nice. I, I think I'm a little bit edgier now, 
um, mm-hmm. that I was during the Lynn Latham panic, you know, panic attack era. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think, do you remember the um, Christmas Miracle Show with Christian LeBlanc kind of doing mm-hmm. the It's a Wonderful Life that he did yeah. so incredibly brilliantly and, and won an Emmy for? And yeah. um, they had me as as the that as Lauren as the bitch who had not evolved. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's where they got the idea to do the Sarah Smythe because they this crew, even though Maria Bell goes goes way back with the Bell family and with both shows, I don't think she ever saw me do the whole bitchy storyline. And yeah. so when they saw me do that, they was they were like, "Oh, we didn't know you could do that." And mm-hmm. it was fun. I so enjoyed that day. And it was fun to to do it with Beth Maitland again, you know, mm-hmm. to terrorize her again all these years ago. Yes. Yes, those, those, your, your uh, scenes with, with uh, Beth were phenomenal. I mean, you used to, you know, Lauren used to tease her about her weight, and you, oh, you guys were nasty, 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 mean to her. And I, I mean, but we all, us fans love to hate the ones that are, you know the mean ones, but we we enjoy those and uh, right. And I really do miss Beth on the show. I really wish she was able to be a part of the Abbott family. And uh, you know we, we you know there's a lot of Abbotts on air nowadays, but it you know once a year or twice a year, I really wish it could be more. Uh, oh right, yeah, they do. The they do write Beth in though. They're starting to write her in more, and it's such a delight and such a treat. Yes, and her smile so infectious. She's just she's always been an amazing uh, character, and I really do hope that they can bring her in. And you know, again, I mean, they bring the father in, John Abbott, as a ghost, every once in a while to talk to the Abbott kids and family. And I would really like to see Tracy back because the Abbotts and and of course the Newmans are you know the core families of the show. You know, that's where Jabot got the name Jabot, and uh, I mean, it would be nice. One of the things the fans miss about the current status of the show is the core fans, I mean, the core uh, characters of the show. And, you know, we see a lot of new new characters coming in, which, you know, time evolves, show evolves, changes happen, yes, but we do miss the core family values that Bell Sr. created. Right, so, and we appreciate that. You know, I, I think it's important that when you turn on Young and Restless at any given time, you're seeing core core people, because when you get too many new people I mean, you don't know what you're watching. You you don't have the connection. And, yeah. of course, we always need new blood and you need somebody new to spur a storyline, but you hope that they spur a storyline for core characters. Exactly, yes. And that's what, and, and you know, and I don't know if you read tweets about upset fans and stuff, but we're never going to give up, you know, and we're not going to, I mean, some have walked away, but us core people who love the show and us fans, you know, we love the show, and we're never. We are going to watch it every day, and we hope that, you know, even though there's four soaps standing after next week, I hope that we can keep these soaps for longer than what the contract is already up for in the future. And you know, we, we, we you know, this is of course is a topic for a touchy topic for a lot of people, but as a, for people like us, for me and other long-term fans who've watched it from either day one or for two or three decades almost. We've grown up with all these characters. We love these characters. There are people out there who uh, we they feel like this is part of their family. And then you know when you take that family away, I mean it's it's heartbreaking. So I I can't imagine how the fans of the ABC soaps are 
dealing with the loss of all my children and my life to live. And, and you know, it's it's so sad. And I really do hope that, that we can find a soap home for those soaps that were promised, you know, to, to go on to online and, you know, have a place for us people who love soaps to go to. Yeah, um, you know, I agree with you. That big gate goes on. I agree with you. I mean, we, all of us are so thrilled that you are starting the campaign to keep these soaps around. Um, Eileen and I had a very, very long conversation about we actually disagree as to what happened to daytime audiences, strangely yeah. enough. And But the bottom line is we have lost this daytime audience, and I just can't believe that I've gone from – you know, when I started, there were like 13 or 14 of them, and and now we're down to four. <sighs> and, you know, it's just a, it's so sad. I I'm very grateful that I got to see soaps in the heyday, that I I got to write it, that I got to be at the Emmys when there were 13 shows, and and be with all the actors. But boy, it's it's just so sad to yeah. to, to see the demise. But we appreciate everybody keeping it on because, you know, if if people aren't watching and they're not writing in and they're not talking to the network, it's all going to be game shows and reality. Yes. That is truly and just the way it goes. Yeah, I know it's cost-effective to do those type of shows, but, you know, soaps have been around for 60, 70 years with, you know, back in the radio days, so there are generations of people who – depend on this on a daily basis. And, and let me tell you, you guys work harder than anybody because you guys are on five days a week, 52, to, 52 weeks a year. You know, people right. who are on you know, weekly shows or monthly shows, they don't work as much. And, you know, you guys are hard work and you guys have a great cast and amazing talent, uh, new and old and, and previous cast members, some amazing stuff. No wonder you guys have been number one for, I think, 20 years, 20 or 20 some years now. And uh, right. so, so us fans are going to keep you number one, and we're going to keep you on the air, whatever it takes. <laughs> well, we so, so appreciate you because you know I love I love daytime television, and when I came here from England, my mother used to watch Days of Our Lives. So I mean, and we were talking about this last night, how soaps are multi generational, and how it's usually your your grandmother got you into it, or it's the soap that your mom watched. And my mom watched Days, Days of Our Lives. And so I became a huge Days of Our Lives addict before I ended up on the show. And in fact, in the summer, I always say soaps actually saved my skin. Because when I was a teenager, and in the summer when everybody else was outside with baby oil on them, I was watching soap operas. So that must have been a dream for you to actually, you know, not only be a fan of the show, and then that's one of your first real big jobs. Well, I'll tell you the funny thing is that I was so in love with Donna Marlena's storyline, and I got hired to break them up. And I was <laughs> devastated that I was breaking up my favorite storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, yeah. I mean, thrilled to have the job, really thrilled to be there, it. but I was like, what do you mean I'm breaking them up? <laughs> Anything else, please. Right, can't can't I be with anybody else? Um, so actually, you know, you were talking about, you know, I know that you guys have such a hard work schedule because you have to produce something for every single day. 
Can you tell right. us? We, d- we shoot a show and a quarter every day. Wow. So what's like a typical work day like for you guys or a work week? Well, it depends. We're always dark on Mondays, and okay. we shoot five shows in four days. So wow. the great news about always being dark on Mondays is this is actually the first time when we can all um, make doctor's appointments. <laughs> you point. know, and we kind of know what we're doing. So then, But then the five shows in four days, you know, you, we kind of kamikaze through the rest of the week. Wow. I literally call it guerrilla warfare acting, you know, because you really, really, really have to know what you're doing. You have to come in completely prepared. There's no, there's no not knowing what you're doing. Wow. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and I know it's typically, you know, to be to get the scene done in one take is ideal. And well, that's you know, what we, that's what they aspire for. Wow. And does that happen most of the time? Yes. See, and that just shows what good actors you guys are. They have to be that prepared for every single day. Right. And if you think that we're doing, you know, how many pages are we doing compared to the nighttime people, it's it's pretty insane. You know, and especially if you're in main storyline, you can be, you know, learning 20 to 40 pages at least a day up to 60. I did 60 when when I did the Sarah Smythe storyline. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So you must be, you know... And I did them with myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Right. <laughs> like I say, you're a great actor if you can act with yourself. Who knew I could? I didn't know. <laughs> It was well, it was quite did. the test. I mean, honestly, they told me that I was so excited. I got all this dialogue. I did. It, I, I was learning it, and I I let me tell you, I had a couple moments where I thought, oh my god, what if I can't do this? You know, it's a difficult thing to learn one scene from both sides and perform it, and not have yourself to perform it against. Wow, I I had a stand-in. What? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I had a stand-in, but my stand-in never did it the way I did it. So I was at least hearing the lines, but I had to remember how I performed it. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was oh, quite, it's point. quite an interesting task. And with no rehearsal and um, one take. <laughs> wow. You had mentioned a little bit ago about Emmys. Um, you were the first, I believe you were the first actress to be awarded the Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Younger Actress, or Ingenue, right. I think it was. Right, I was the first recipient of that award. Wow, that has to be a, a, an amazing feeling for you at that time. It was to... surrealistic because my best friend at the time, Beth Maitland, mm-hmm. not only did she win supporting and then I won Younger Lead Actress, but we were the first two actors to ever win acting Emmys for Young and Restless. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I it was really an amazing either. year. Mm-hmm. And the show won Best Show. That is amazing. And I know you've been nominated, I believe, four times since then. Yeah, I've been nominated four times, yeah. Yes. Well, we're once we can get you more screen time, you'll have a fifth one right there. <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. No problem. That'd be fun. I'm uh, actually wondering. Do you think there's going to be an Emmy Award telecast? I mean, really? I mean, with four shows. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Shows, 
I mean, that's that's kind of a concern for the 2013 award show because I mean, I'm sure this year is already you know started, but you know it, that's that's a huge event for the last. I mean, I'm not sorry, I don't even know how many years, but you know to, to lose that on top of everything else is such a slap in the face to to daytime, and I. I and I feel bad because everybody works so hard. Each of the characters who who are nominated and not nominated deserve that kind of recognition. And, uh, right. One of one of my this is just a personal thing. One of my things I've always I, I tune into those shows every single year, and for a show who is number one for twenty years, for me doesn't get the recognition and the awards and the nominations that I feel should. For if it's number one, then why doesn't it get? Uh, more recognition there. Um, I mean, you, you, this, the show picks up awards here and there, but for being it's number not one, I, in my mind, I've always think. yeah. I mean, that's what I would think, but apparently, it's always other other shows on other channels that seem to always take home the the gold and, and the majority of the of the of the, of the uh, nominations. And I just it would it'd be nice to have a Y and R year where you know you, you land almost every single one of them. I, I vote for that too. <laughs> Okay. We've got a question in the chat room. Somebody was asking if, um, you know, you, you obviously you lived in Europe when you were a child, and kind of a two-part question. Somebody wanted to know, A, can you speak um, German fluently, and B, when, you know, way, way, way in the future when you retire, <laughs> would you ever be interested in moving back to Europe? Um, okay, so... The A is no, I I only took a year of German at school. And um, what's interesting is we have two German-speaking people on the show, Eric Braden and Michael Grazaday. They speak fluent German. Um, and would I be interested when I retire, when I leave at 150 years of age? <laughs> um, I've often thought, you know, after a while, maybe retiring to France where they love older women might not be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be fun. You know, something that um, actually is a personal question of mine, you know what our favorite show is, obviously. You know, we love Young and the Restless. What are some of the things that, that you do at night? Do you watch much TV in the evenings? You know, I'm not a huge television watcher, although I love Modern Family and awesome. Parenthood. Those are my two two of my favorite shows. What shows are taped in, um, in the soundstage close to you guys that maybe some of the actors that you guys see? Uh, we see um, Bold and Beautiful. We see, um, well, Dancing with the Stars, American Idol, and X Factor is taped next door in the same complex. And uh, The Price is Right. That must be fun for all the, you know, X Factor and American Idol shows. Do you guys ever sneak over there and watch some of the auditions? Well, the thing is, is that, <laughs> that I just told the story the other day. They are actually on the lot, but they're in a separate building. So during the Adam Lampert year, I became obsessed <laughs> and insisted that I needed to talk to Adam Lampert to tell him to stay the course and keep going because he was awesome. Why I felt he needed to hear from me, I don't know. <laughs> and I have all the CBS badges, and I made it all the way up to the glass door, which means I only wow. went through one thing where they let me go. And I'm no calling way. CBS publicity. I'm calling everybody I know to get me on, this, on the set. 
it's the, literally I could throw a stone at the at the studio. No one could get me on. They don't I, realize but, who you are. Yeah. Do you know who I am? No. <laughs> no, actually, I never even said who I was, but I have the CBS badge, and they didn't care. They actually, like, laughed at me. I said, well, can I leave them a letter? They said no. I was like, seriously? I said, it worked next door. They said, we don't care. And clearly That's they didn't. <laughs> but the bottom line is I ended up on the set, and I ended up talking to him. Well, see, you oh. got what you want. I did through a source I never in a million years thought would be. At the same week that I couldn't believe I couldn't get on, my friend um, Kenny Morse, who I had been in acting class with, sent me an article that he wrote about his old friend Adam Lampert. I said, you must be joking. Uh And I called him and I said, I have a funny story for you. And he said to me, do you want to go? And I said absolutely, and so I went to um, I went to a rehearsal where nobody was in the audience except for me. I, I mean, I got so lucky, and literally they were on break, and they broke for five, and everybody left the studio. It was something out of a movie. Everybody left the studio except for Adam Lampert and me, and I made a beeline. I talked to him through the whole break, and he was awesome, and I felt like complete. <laughs> we we. we. That is amazing because aside from Young and the Restless, my other big obsession is Adam Lambert. Um, before I started this campaign for the Young and the Restless, I hosted, I had a fan page dedicated to Adam Lambert, and last the last two years after Idol, up until um, this year, this last year, I went to five of his concerts. I even flew to Los Angeles to his solo concert that he did at, at Fantasy Springs. I got to meet him. It was a dream come true for me because I'm a huge fan. Well, then so you will appreciate the reason I was spurred to go talk to him is I was so upset during his year that he got lambasted for country night. I think I thought he did exactly what he was supposed to do, that it mm-hmm. upset me so much. That's why I felt the need that I had to go talk to him, <laughs> the poor guy. But, no, I was determined. He's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. Well, that's good to know that we have something else in common. We have that. that. We have Young and Restless and Adam Lampert in common. I feel so close to there. you. There. We are family <laughs> for life. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, one thing I wanted to kind of talk about is uh, congratulations on being the Jabot spokesperson. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Dot Jabot.com. Um, I do pimp that site out a lot to fans. Uh, uh, does the brand continue to have momentum as, as time goes? We um, have hit a little snafu, but everything mm-hmm. is being restructured right now, and the fans should know very, very soon what's happening with Chabot. Perfect. I always thought that when younger, I mean, I don't wear you know makeup and use this type of product, but as a young kid, I always thought, you know, I guess I was always thinking about the future. Why don't they sell Chabot products in stores? And, I mean, this is when I was, you know, you know 20 years ago. I was right. always thought that would be a great idea. So when I saw shopjabot.com come out, I thought, that's brilliant. And then you guys showed up on the talk, and your character showed up on the talk. I thought that was right. brilliant, too, uh, marketing. Um, I know you um, – I don't know. Do you still go to Home Shopping Network to, to, to sell it? I was just there, and hopefully all of that will continue in 2012. That's what everything's being worked out right now. Oh, but you're perfect. right. Do you know how many people have said to me, I can't believe that it's taken this long to do this? And I said, no, I know, but we're here now, and the products are amazing. Um, the people yeah. that have bought from us 
absolutely love the product. I, I love being on Twitter and have that people will send me pictures of their bathroom sink with all their Jabot products. <laughs> Makes me proud. <laughs> um, I, I have seriously wanted to try the products, but I was wondering, you know, if they actually were, you know, good quality products or if it was just like a, you know, like having a fun crimson lights coffee mug, you know, if it was just no, kind of no, no, fun no, no. Um, they were researched and developed by an amazing woman, Elisa Beyer, and by CBS, backed by CBS and Sony Pictures. They are top of the line products. The makeup was made was um, was made in Italy at the finest finest um, plant. I use all the products. They are truly truly amazing. And and it was great to yes to be the face of it, but. The most important thing for me is that I love the product and that I had passion for them. And that's yeah, what I, I try to impart to the fans, my passion of, of the love of these products. Well, that is Absolutely. awesome. And do you, do you still uh, also go on to the Canadian Shopping Channel to, to promote your Tracy Bregman Collection jewelry line? Yes. In fact, I'm going to be there February 12th and 13th, I think those are the dates, um, which is a Saturday and Sunday. I am the Today Special. I'm very excited to announce. And oh, wow. uh, it will be my one-year anniversary, so it will be a very special collection. Wow, that is amazing. I bet you, uh, you're involved in several different businesses. Um, I think I saw about a bountiful Buddha collection as well. You know are what? You I did of- that many years ago, but I'm not doing that anymore. But it, that oh, was real- so much fun for me. The yoga oh, line. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. No problem. Um, um, well, I mean, we've got fans waiting, of course, but I still want to, you know, continue on just a couple more questions just from from me and uh, some of the people who couldn't make it tonight. I want to. I promised them that I would at least get some of the questions out there to you. Um, one of the biggest things about Lauren is you've been stalked, you've been buried alive, you've been terrorized by several psychos. The biggest fan favorite, of course, is Kimberlyn Brown as Sheila Carter. Right, uh, right. That, that has been, because of that storyline, that has brought in a lot of viewers. And then, of course, when Kimberlyn left and went to Bold and Beautiful, you know, Kimberlyn's talents were able to go over there and then come back. But what my question was is, you know, she's, quote, dead. Uh, she was brought back using Michelle Stafford, which a lot of fans were upset about. But would you like to see... Kimberlyn Brown back as Sheila for one more go-round, or do you think that that storyline is is done? Or do you think that because of Lucy and Daisy, do you think there's a possibility that we can resurrect her as her to come back? Well, well, this is when I give you my answer, never say never. Okay. Because I never know what they have up their sleeves. And I've heard some things blowing in the wind. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I've reached out to her myself because I would love to. I mean, I'm a huge Sheila fan. Um, just uh, uh, she was, she's an amazing. Uh, are you guys still friends outside the set? You know what? You she guys... texted me over over New Year's, um, but we don't uh-huh. usually keep in in contact. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, you guys had a lot of uh, cat fights and battles and stuff, so you you you, you paid your dues, that's for sure. But the fans would love to see Kimberlyn Brown Brown back out. As Sheila, either on Bold and Beautiful or Young and the Restless. And speaking mm-hmm. of Bold and Beautiful, um, you, 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 uh, Lauren has connections there with the Foresters. And, uh, right. And do you Stephanie. ever wish they? Do you ever wish that they would, you know, kind of do a, some more crossovering like that? 
uh, we with really more. enjoyed it. I I always love doing the crossovers. Um, I love spending time with I I call Y and R my family, but Bold and Beautiful my close cousins, and um, yeah. I I've really enjoyed that whole cast. You know, it's changed a little bit. Actually, most of the people are still there, but I I'm, I always loved doing that. It was fun, and I oh, loved yeah. going to Lake Como and you know doing the whole fashion show and everything that we, everything that I did on on Bold and Beautiful going to Barbados all of that was such such fun that is that is a lot of fun and and uh we it would be nice not just for your character but it'd be nice to see some more crossovers we haven't had a crossover really since you know since uh Amber has now went back to Bold and Beautiful and Deacon came from Bold and Beautiful to here. Right. But it'd be nice to see some more of that because it would also draw viewers who don't watch Bold and Beautiful to it. And when when Sheila died in the farmhouse, uh, apparently, and ended up yeah. in L.A. with Eric Forrester, um, I then began watching that. So I've now become a fan of that show and watched it for 21 years because of the Sheila storyline that unfortunately ended on Young and Restless but carried over there as well. So. I would love to see that, and hopefully in the future, with with those two soaps still standing and and strong, hopefully that we can get that to happen. Yeah, that was a genius, genius storyline. I thought on Bill Bell's part. Yes. I thought it was really, really, really great. Yeah, so did I. Okay, let's hear. One, 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 one more. Oh, I'm here. Uh, one oh, okay. more quick thing. Um, there was a beautiful moment between uh, when you were at Kay's funeral, when everybody thought that Catherine died, where Tracy mm-hmm. and Lauren forgave each other. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, yes, uh-huh. Um, that was something very powerful for the long-term fans who, who knew the history of the both characters. Do you wish for more of that in daytime? Um, you know, Beth and I were so thrilled to finally be able to address that, and I know the, the long-time viewers really loved it as well and uh we so appreciated everybody who reached out to us after the scene and it was just great and i i love that there you know that that maria bell really does play an ode to the longtime viewers you know many times and it, and that was one of them we couldn't have been happier yeah that was really good one of one of lauren's most memorable tales was being buried alive by sean garrett back in the day oh my How god have- yes how was that story working with Grant Kramer and, and the uh, once again, another psycho uh, burying you alive? How was that experience for you? That was one of the craziest storylines. Oh, my God. And it was long and so emotional. It was very, very hard to be separated from Doug Davidson, um, who played my TV husband at that time, Paul. Mm-hmm. It just was, um, you know, I thought it was a brilliant story as well. Um, Grant played the perfect psycho. <laughs> it was just great, and I and I loved the reunion of Paul and Lauren, and all the emotions and the threads that that were played throughout the entire story. It just was an incredibly written one. Oh yeah, that's 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 that was classic. I mean, and in longtime viewers, that storyline sticks out, you know, because that happened before the Sheila saga, and that's that was such a, you know. Oh, I remember that from the, till this day, and I, and I love going on YouTube and watching the old clips uh, of that because it was so – that kind of mystery and intrigue is something I miss from the current way of things are doing on the, uh, on the show, and, and I, I miss that type of, uh, of of writing 
where there's that mystery and intrigue and that that heart racing, you know, you know, I don't know if you remember the Cassandra Rollins storyline with Paul. That was, of course there I was do. a lot of there was a lot of amazing writing back in the day with Bill Bell and a senior and I just remember the storytelling is a lot different now than it was, and um, I guess because I've been a longer fan, I, I we over the years everything has adjusted and changed, and it, it'd be nice to kind of you know as you said, Maria pays tribute to long-term viewers. I wish I, I hope going forward still she does that to, to 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 let us not forget that she knows about us that has watched it for you know twenty thirty years. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and I hope that that continues because I I think everybody really appreciates it. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take a caller uh, if that's okay with you. I have a special person on the phone for you. Uh, her name okay. is Pam, and um, I'm gonna bring her on now with you. Her name is Pam, and uh, Pam, you're on the air with Tracy. Go ahead, go ahead and talk. Hi, everybody. Hi, Pam. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm thank really you so excited much for calling to talk in. to you. <laughs> Absolutely, it's so great to talk to you. I wanted to thank you for sending my son the email over Christmas. Oh, Pam, I know exactly who you are. Yes. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you how thrilled he was with all of the emails that he received. And even if he didn't know who you were, it just made so much of a difference to him. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, really we, we send much love to him, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. He should be back from deployment in February, so oh, it's countdown time now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I will keep my fingers crossed and big prayers coming your way. Thank you. Thank you. I also wanted to let you know I do use some of the Jabot products. I did order them the oh. first time you guys came on. Oh, excellent. What did you buy? Um, I bought that red carpet photo. Oh, good. Stuff. <laughs> I don't know if it works on me, but I use it. <laughs> oh, I and, I think it's fantastic. I'm a big Yeah, I mean, it makes your face nice and smooth. I like how it feels on, so good. that's a good thing. And then I use the uh, nighttime cream. And so the night the, cream is fantastic. It is. It really moisturizes, and I have eczema, so I have a real dry face and patches, you know, so it really helps out a lot. Glad to hear that. That's wonderful. Thank you. And then um, my other question to you is, now we know how you look so gorgeous, staying out of the sun and using all the products, how or what, I should say, what exercise regimen do you use to stay so in shape like you are? Oh, you're so sweet. Um well, today is my usual spin class. My One of my stepdaughters is a spin teacher, so I go spinning once a week. I'm usually on my own recumbent bike about four days a week for 45 minutes. I usually hike for a couple of hours, and I do Pilates probably four or five days a week. I'm very, very active. Um, I always say my butt's in HD, so i got to keep it looking okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but Pilates I have done since I was 24 years old. I did it through both pregnancies. I did it after both pregnancies. I would say it's the best the best workout I've ever done. But I I also say that it's important to do strength training, but really important to do cardio as well. You have to even it out. 
Exactly. But thank you very much for the compliment. I appreciate it and the question. You're welcome. I really mean it. I mean, you're just, you don't age. Oh, you're I've so been sweet. I've been watching for thank so you. many years, and you're just gorgeous. That's all there is to it. Are you calling Thank you. I'm sorry, what? Oh, I'm here. Sorry. Hi, Doug. Oh, we I couldn't don't. hear you. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. I was bringing on, getting ready to get the next caller on. Well, Pam, thanks so much for calling in. Pam is, just to let you know, Tracy, uh, Pam is a fighter. She is on that Twitter 24-7 trying to do everything she can as well. We're, we're, we're trying to create a big soap nation online to make I her know. Pam's first. awesome, as are you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We want to okay. keep you guys on TV, and we're trying hard to get a cable channel for all the ones that have been canceled and any future canceled ones, and just a dedicated soap channel so that way nobody messes with you guys. Thank you. I I, I wish SoapNet were, you know, I I happen to love SoapNet. I do, too. I mean, when I used to work, that's what I depended on. Right, and exactly. And thank following. goodness for DVR and, and TiVo. Right. Right. Thank goodness right. for them. And Pam, thank you so much for your support and your continued fight. And uh, the best of luck to your son. Thank you so thank much. You, Pam. Thank, thank you, you Pam, for calling. Take my call. Have a good evening. No problem. No problem. All right. Um, I have another caller for you. Uh, his name is Craig. He's calling from New Orleans. Uh, that's Chris- Christian's hometown, isn't it, I believe? It is, and I was there this last summer. Oh, Craig, you're on the air with us for Tracy. Hey, how are y'all doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, we're getting ready for our Saints to play in this um, playoff game, so we're all excited, of course. So, um, oh, nice. Actually, yeah, so we got a lot going on, you know, with the uh, BCS, LSU game, and all of that going on, so it's pretty exciting. But actually, I'm excited to talk to you because, um, like Doug, I've been following you probably since you came on the show. So. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, and you, uh, just like the other colleges said, whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. You look great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, love watching you. I want, hopefully they'll give you more roles in 2012. I loved it when they made Jill your sister. Oh, me too, and I'm so yeah. sorry that they, they stopped that. They did, and I, I think they need to reconnect y'all again. I liked it when y'all started being more friends toward each other, because, you know, y'all both need that, I think, in y'all's roles, so, um, which I miss that, so hopefully that'll change in 2012. But um, but I want to thank you for all you've done for your fans and keep us entertained, and like I said, um, we appreciate all you do, and um, most importantly, hopefully um, your old nemesis will come back and cause you more problems in 2012. <laughs> 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 that was the best. When that storyline came, I think that really brought both of y'all out a lot, um, and I enjoyed following that whole storyline, and it was just amazing. Y'all both did an excellent job, so I appreciate it. Oh, y'all we had a great time doing it. Thank you. I'm so glad mm-hmm. you enjoyed it. No problem. And um, But we're going to keep on fighting and keep y'all on because we don't want y'all to go anywhere either. So. Well, I so appreciate your support. Thank you so much. No problem. And thank, thank you also thank you, for Craig. accepting me on your Facebook. Thank y'all. Aww. Have All a good right. night. Thank you, Take care. Well, Tracy, I have a super fan on the phone who's calling – from 4 a.m. in Sweden to speak to you. Oh, my goodness. So I believe her name is 
Evelina. I have you on the air now. Would you like to speak now? Hello. Can you hear? Yes, Hi, how hear are you? Welcome. Thank you oh, so much yes. for waking up so early. <laughs> no, it's not early. It's late. Oh, it's <laughs> late. I thought you so. said 4 a.m. Okay. Um. Yeah, 3.30. My dad was freaking out, actually. Oh. Well, <laughs> I, God, I can't I'm believe so glad. Here. Thank you for calling in and for staying up or getting up early, whichever way it worked out. <laughs> Well, either way. Uh, oh my God! First off, I want to thank you. Um, I don't know if you remember those, but I'm sort of spamming you with videos. I'm <laughs> oh, you're the one who uh, makes all the great videos. Yes, yeah. I do know. Thank you so much for all your time that you spend doing those. They're amazing. Oh, no, I love doing that. Oh, you're like my idol and everything. Oh, you're, you're so amazing. Sweet. Well, Freaking thank you very much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what Now, are we, um, when we air in Sweden, what's going on in the storyline right now? Are you up with us oh, or are you no, behind you a couple No, don't air in Sweden, actually. It doesn't air in Sweden. It hasn't since, I don't know how, like, when I was little, really little. Right. Oh, um, and you stayed you stayed true. That's so nice. Well, not actually because I started watching The Bold and Beautiful, and then yeah. I got a little obsessed. I was like ten, and so I watched online, and that's how I found you. So Aww, that's why I started that's watching so great. art. That's so great. I'm so glad that you've continued, and and Doug, you should see how fabulous her her videos are. She spends a lot of time. I, I will definitely check them out. Definitely, you uh, tweet tweet me the link um, on Twitter so I can take a look at that. I always enjoy watching fan made videos of the of the cat. Oh, yeah. I wish more people would do that actually, but it's like yeah, <laughs> I love doing them. So. Oh well, well you're very talented. Your- Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank your you call. And, oh, my God, you're talented. You're flawless. Oh, you're so sweet. I appreciate that. Well, I won't keep you on the line too long because I know it's you got to be it's uh, expensive to call from Sweden, but I want to make sure yeah. I got you on the air right, right away because I know oh, you're waiting all night. Thank you so there. much. Okay, goodbye, and Happy New Year. Bye. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye. That's great. Yeah, she she tweeted me this morning and said, I'm from Sweden. Is there any way you can take my calls as soon as you start taking callers? I said, honey, of course I will. I don't – I, I, that's amazing that she stayed up all night for you. And she, she's been tweeting me, and she's just – she like she told you, she uh, started watching – she saw you when you became on Bull and the Beautiful at the crossover and has been a fan of yours ever since. And that's amazing. And it's sad because um, she said that they don't air it there, so she has to watch it on YouTube. Right. Well, she's she's a tried and true fan, and we so appreciate that. Exactly. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the next caller on hold. Um, Anthony from Connecticut is on with you. Anthony, welcome. Hi, Anthony. How are you? Hi. How are you, Tracy? Good. Thank you. Good. Um, Just a huge fan. I've been watching for a long number of years now. uh, You know, even before the internet. Uh, generation came along, uh, used to write you 
to the studio and he always used to send me, you know, signed photos through the mail and stuff. And I just wanted to thank you for that. It meant a lot to me. Oh, I'm so glad that you wrote. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, being such a huge fan of the show and having so many memorable scenes through the years, um, my favorite, you know, storyline of, is like many other fans is the Sheila Carter, Lauren Fenmore, um, right. <laughs> and you and Kimberlyn Brown are, uh, you know, classic in the soap generation. Um, and the fight, uh, cat fight scene actually kind of stands out from, um, the lab. Do you remember? Uh, oh, yeah. The the funny thing about that scene is that and and we always um we always joked because Kimberlyn is is taller than I am and was always in sneakers and I was always in the highest heels and that lab fight scene I was that entire that pink suit was bugle beads well you can't get ah. traction with bugle beads mm-hmm. so whenever I went down onto the lab surface. I slid everywhere, and honestly, if it weren't for Kimberlyn holding on to me for dear life, I would have slid straight across that entire set. Oh, that'd that be so funny. And, and the other part about that that big fight scene is I'll never forget once we were done shooting it, and and we had stunt doubles that came in that did the major part of it. The director came over the PA and said, okay, now we have to do the sound. I said, what do you mean we have to do the sound? Didn't you have sound going? And they said, well, those were the stunt doubles. You and Kimberlyn have to do the sound. So we stood at the monitor watching the fight scene, and we had to do the fight noises, which, let me tell you, sounds like the soundtrack for a porn movie. <laughs> I have never laughed so hard in my entire life. I was oh, like, this is, is so ridiculous. works <laughs> out. It's so funny, I still have that on VHS, and every now and then I do, do you put really? it in. I really do, it is true. I remember being in 7th or 8th grade and, and when that first aired. So um, I did tweet you today earlier about your son being on the show yesterday. and the scene. I the know, episode. can you believe that? I know, I know. I remember when, uh, actually when you had him hearing it and reading about it. That's right, he was the, he was the reason they... We have Scotty somewhere in Toronto. Right, right. <laughs> but I did want to uh, just thank you for all the great years of, you know, watching you on the show. And uh, just thank you for doing a great job. Oh, thank you, Anthony. I so appreciate your phone call. Thank you. Thank, Absolutely. Thank you, Anthony. I'll talk to you on Twitter. Thank you so much. I, okay. Thanks, Doug. Bye. And we have Karen from Ohio. Karen, you're on air, you're on air with... Tracy, go ahead. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, Tracy. Thank you so much for letting us talk. Absolutely. So much fun to talk to everybody. Well, I want to let you know we really appreciate you staying tried and true to the show and how much the fans appreciate you being there. And um, hopefully one day, not that Kathleen Chancellor could be replaced, but you will take over as the matriarch of Genoa City. (laughs) <laughs> that, that day to happen. <laughs> that's right. I I yeah, hope so. Hope that would that's a great thing. You until until that day comes, that's for sure. Definitely. Um, I, I appreciate I to, that. Yeah, one of some things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, Doug kind of already covered was um a lot of the uh, the Tracy Lauren storylines. Yeah. I uh, really grew up grew up with that and, and appreciated that those so much. Um. And to watch you evolve as, as with you and Tracy's friendship, 
Um, right, right. I mean, those early scenes were very difficult. Beth and I were best friends during those years. And, oh, really? You know, um, what was the hardest thing is being her best friend and knowing what she was going through emotionally and then having to play the character of Lauren and taunt her publicly about what I knew she was going through painfully in her real life. And what no one knew, as fun as those scenes came out to be, Beth and I ended up in tears holding on to each other for many days because it was really hard to say those hard things to her. Very hard, but we so enjoyed working together and playing together and ha- and um, having that incredible storyline. Yeah, because I, I, when that whole storyline was going through, I was actually you know a heavy set teen myself and lived vicariously through your guys' story storyline. And then a few years back when you guys made up, I just cried and cried and cried. Oh, so did <laughs> we? Amazing. We cried and cried too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm so <laughs> glad that you remember that writer. and got the chance to see that. Kudos to the writers for, for uh, making that happen. Thank that you. Thank fantastic. you to Maria Bell. It was great yeah, that, she, that that they brought that full circle. We really appreciated it, too. Yeah, it was, it was as a fan, too, it was really great to see that come full circle. Right, absolutely. And with all, with all your, your Sheila and Sarah, and listened to you talk earlier about the hard work of the, doing the two characters to Sarah um, together at the same time, I was wondering, everyone keeps wanting Sheila back, Sheila back, what do you feel about Sheila coming back? Or last time when she came back, were you like, oh, no, not Sheila again? <laughs> well, you know, I, I would really love for Lauren to kind of have a different kind of storyline, only Absolutely. because I've I've played it, we've kind of gone to the park several times on this, and mm-hmm. and that does not and that does not take away from how much I enjoyed working with Kimberlyn and how much I enjoyed the story because I certainly did and I loved every minute of it and if they wrote it again I would enjoy it again, but because I've you know Lauren has done that storyline so many times I would truly love to see her in a business situation, a, a great kind of mystery um, storyline with Christian, you know, something kind of different. I couldn't I couldn't agree more, really, honestly. Well, thank you. But, again, you never say never, right? Yeah. And I guess it's not up to us, is it? It's up to the writers. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I just, honestly, I... I I go in the direction they point me, <laughs> and happily, yeah. I happily do it. <laughs> well, Karen, well, thank you so, so much, much for, for talking to us. Absolutely, I'm having the best time. Have thank a good night, so much, Karen. I'll, I'll talk and to you happy Twitter. healthy Bye-bye. New Year. Happy New Year. Bye bye. <laughs> um, do you have time for a few more callers? Um, of course. I'm been hold. Okay, I just sure. I just want to make sure. Um, I just don't want to keep you from anything. Okay, the next up is, you're welcome. Uh, Next is Michelle from Philly. You are on the air with Tracy. Go ahead. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good, and you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Uh, I'm I'm so excited to be talking to you. Well, I'm excited to be talking to you. Um, I've watched The Young and the Restless for 20 years. Um, I basically grew up watching it with my grandmother and my mother, oh, and wow. so that I'm like a total YNR freak. I know all the storylines, I know all the characters, histories, everything. But that's so great. You see, we so appreciate fans like you who. It, and again, Doug, remember and Joyce, I was talking about the multi generational. Again, she watched with her grandma and her mom. 
There's something that connects us to our family and, and the shows that we watched. Michelle and I, I guess we grew up together, and you grew up watching all of us, and we so appreciate you, and the fact that you still have passion for us means a lot. Yeah, I do. It's it's my soap. I watch it twice a day. I watch it when it airs and right before I get to bed because I'm, like, I'm obsessed with it. I have to, like... <laughs> You know, and then I I also watched, like, the ending of the Canadian episode to see, like, what's going to happen the next day because I just, like, <laughs> have to know, you know. I'm just, but that's you know. great. That means that the writers are doing a great job and that you're interested. And we, yeah, we love I'm definitely hooked. Um, great. My question was, is mm-hmm. where, if you had the chance, where would you like to see Lauren go in Genoa City? Well, I would, I'd really love to see more of her business side. Um, I would love for the Baldwin Fishers to have a phenomenal storyline as a whole family like we used to. Um, we are very blessed not only that entire storyline, that the actors are so good, but we all adore working together so much and being together that it just would be an amazing experience. So I, I, would, I would love a storyline for all of us. Yeah, I definitely would like to see more of Lauren because she's one of my favorites on the show. Well, thank you. Please write CBS. I will. I will. I appreciate that. Um, before I go, I promised all my Daniel Goddard fans yes. that we send love to you. Oh, thank you. And I send it back. Oh, uh, thank you. And I will tell them. And some of them are, are listening, so they're probably hearing it. I hope so. I hope so. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, Michelle. All right. This is just amazing. These fans are just making me feel so fantastic. I'm I'm so glad I'm able to to have this platform for you and for your fans. Uh, Let's let's go ahead and uh, the next one up is Aaron from New York City. Aaron, you are live on air with Tracy. Go ahead. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Erin. Thanks so much for calling. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for spending this time with all of your fans. It's so nice Absolutely. of you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, my question, well, I heard you mention earlier that you had dinner with Eileen Davidson, but my question mm-hmm. was how often do you get to hang out with your co-stars off screen, and, and do you see any of your past Y&R co-stars that are no yes. longer on the show? Yes. Um, Michelle Stafford and I are very close. And um, I see Liz Hendrickson, who plays Chloe, uh-huh. Greg Rickard, who plays Kevin. We have dinner usually every three to four weeks, standard. And um, I'm 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 close with Daniel Goddard and his wife Rachel. And, and of course, I see Christian. I'll see Christian sometimes. Um, but but really, the the ones that I see the most are, are Greg, Liz, and Michelle. Oh, that's so neat. It's neat to think of you guys as a community, you know, as well. Oh, very much so. And I see Beth Maitland, who plays Tracy Abbott, as a past uh, cast member. That's who I see from there. Great. Well, thanks again for taking all this time with us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for watching and now listening. Absolutely. Uh, Happy New Year. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. All right, we have Brandy from Ohio. We just got a couple more, and we'll be done. Okay. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Did we lose Brandy? Brandy? 
I think we lost her. I'm here, I'm here. Oh, hi, oh, Brandy. Oh. Okay, good. <laughs> my face hit the mute button on my iPhone. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I've been watching for about 20, 21 years. I'm 38. Um, my my mom watches, my kids watch. You know, my son today was like, Mommy, why is Victor in jail if he didn't kill her? <laughs> you know, he's, a, he's eight. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness, um, it's hysterical. I just want to. Um, I, I was just wondering um, what what you did before you got into the soap industry. I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I started on my first soap when I was fourteen. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, my mom didn't want me to act, so she said I could only act on um, school holidays. And mm-hmm. it was the first day of my spring vacation, and I called my agent, and I said, okay, I'm ready to work. And by that afternoon, I had a rush call to Columbia. At that time, it was Columbia. And by Monday morning, I started Days mm-hmm. of Our Lives for two and a half years. I got really, really Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, well, um, I just wanted to say thanks for taking my call, and um, we all appreciate you. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Brandy, so much. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thanks. All right. We'll wrap it up with this last call. Um, The last call is um, a a close friend of mine. Her name is Joan. She helps uh, administer my Facebook page for the Rest of the Style fan edition um, side of it, and I do the blog uh, side of it. So, Joan, you're on the air, and thank you so much for being patient. You're on with Tracy. Oh, thank you, Doug, so much for saying that. And, Tracy, I am just so excited to talk to you. I have been watching YNR since pretty much day one. Of course, I was three, even though I'm around your age, which is, Yeah, I always only say th- I was a fetus, so let's go with that. <laughs> yes, let's go with that. Uh, first and foremost, I loved that you talked earlier. People were chatting online, which I don't know if you see that. About I can gorgeous and beautiful you look and how wonderful your skin is and you did all the things I should have done which was to stay out of the sun I mean you you are just gorgeous but I have a question that's going to go back a ways and I'm just curious because with our age back then it was probably a much bigger deal than now how did it feel to be buried alive and Paul was looking for you? I don't know well, how real they made that or not. They didn't because they knew how claustrophobic I am. Um, so okay, what well, that would I, be a big... <laughs> no, I actually had to do the scene where I was in the coffin, in that, um, and I was scared to death to do it and have them put the lid on. So Stephen Ford put his feet in the coffin with me which you never saw. And so they put the lid on literally as they were counting down, and luckily the first moment of the scene they lifted up. And I think the hardest part of the entire thing was Doug had to do CPR, and it's very hard to have someone blow air without puffing up your cheeks. And, you know, it was a very emotional moment. They think Lauren's dead, but it's very hard not to have big puffy cheeks when that's happening. (laughs) They keep blowing the air in. I didn't know what to do with the air. <laughs> you can't blow it out because you're not supposed to be breathing. So that took a couple of takes, to say the least. 
Because I have to say, for back then, and I'm not one for horror movies or any of all the stuff that was going on back then, I was like sobbing in those scenes when you're buried alive and you want to be rescued and then Paul saves you. And it was just like, I'm almost tearing up right now. That's how sappy I am. I know, but it was a crazy storyline, wasn't it? It was crazy, but back then it was an awesome storyline. I mean, nobody I was doing stuff like that that I remember. Amazing. Because so, you were the only soap I ever watched. And <laughs> I, I loved it. You know, you left sometimes for a little while, but then they brought you back, and I've always loved that. So I'm so happy yeah. you're back. And I, I left once. need to once, bring you back definitely. more. Oh, Maybe. thank you. Please write CBS. But I, uh, I really appreciate Doug's the support. All, Thank you. Doug's got all the emails for us to do that. So I absolutely oh, so will because I love it with you and Michael. And I love that you're like one of the, you're really the only solid couple in the show. And I think every show needs that. But then <laughs> there's always trials and tribulations of some sort or another going right. on. And that's good too. So. And listen, we appreciate being the solid, solidly married couple. We just would like to do something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We can outside be happily of, married uh, and do out, something. Outside of the wink, wink. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I understand. It's like Michael's kind of always off doing something for Victor, but they don't really do a whole lot with you, and they need to work on that. So Well, there's, you'll see me a little right. bit more in the Newman boardroom coming up. Oh, that's good. In the next that's month. good to know. Yeah, definitely. That's coming. That's, that's good to know. Definitely. Well, Joan, thank you so much for calling, and thank you for all the work you do, um, and thank you for calling and talking to Tracy. Thank you, Joan, and thank you for all the work you do. Tracy, you are one of the most gracious, just wonderful guests I've heard in a long time on a radio show. So I would just, I, I very much appreciate everything you you did tonight. So. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year thank to you so. too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, Tracy, we made it. We survived. We made it. We did it. Excellent. <laughs> um, for all the callers, there's a few other callers on hold. I am very sorry. We will be doing this again with the, with different cast members throughout the year. Um, you know, listeners know my passion. Uh, we will definitely get Tracy back on in the year to come. Uh, so, we, and and if you have a question that you didn't get to ask, tweet it to her at Tracy Bregman. And you'll be, and she'll get to you as soon as she can. She's new to Twitter, and she's you're doing great. You're doing. I'm do, I'm doing my best. I really try and stay on it. And it's so funny that I I always think, oh, people don't want to hear what I'm doing all day. And if I don't tweet, I people call and say you're awfully quiet. And I think that's so cute. <laughs> they actually care. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask my final question, and then I'll let uh, Joyce wrap it up and then we will let you go so you can get back to the scripts. And and the fact that you say that you're studying scripts means more Lauren time. My question is yeah. why isn't there more Lauren on on Young Wrestling? Oh my is, gosh. Is, is if I understood there... that oh, I don't. I, well, I honestly okay. I don't understand. Okay. I well, wish I, I, I did. I don't I don't proper... I don't know. I guess I guess they start working on other storylines and they want to complete those and then they they want to move on, but um, I wish I there, was there was more, and I hope that there will be. Yeah, I just didn't know if there was if it was contracts or if you're recurring. I really don't know the stat. I didn't know. The, I don't don't know the current status of your of you. So I didn't know if you were just recurring and they used Lauren whenever no, needed. No, I am. Or I am, but that oh. doesn't that has never um, 
come into play. As you know, I did I did the uh, doppelganger storyline with that. I, I've worked constantly without it for many many years. Oh, so well, I, I think okay. it's I think it's just you know it's a cyclical and it's other people's turn. Yes, but you will see lots of me on Twitter because Lauren is 2012. My that's my mission is to get Lauren and just as you said, either you know more business or a Baldwin Fisher solid front row storyline again that doesn't revolve Kevin being in a closet or being upset right. with you or. Doppelgangers, all this other stuff. I would love to see Maria and her team take you to a new level that doesn't involve. I mean, I'm a Shiva fan, but doesn't involve going backwards, but going forward. Right. And and seeing something else. And when you did the scene uh, with uh, Tucker and yourself at the board meeting recently, that was awesome because you got to interact with some other characters that you normally don't get to normally interact with. And right, and which I was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. And since she said that that's the more coming up, that's great news to come. Um, if you weren't involved with, with Christian as, and, and, and with, as in a marriage, who else mm-hmm. would you like to see Lauren be involved with in an intimate way that you haven't been with, not Paul or anybody else that you've been with? Who else do you think Lauren could mix it up with? I actually think um, Adam would be really interesting. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I think you two would be fantastic together. I've been saying this for quite a while. A lot of people don't like the idea, but I think it would be fantastic because he's a sociopath, kind of, you know, not all right, but he's not in the, he's not the Sheila and the Sean, Sean and all those right. people you've dealt with before. He's a troubled guy. Um, he's done bad things, but he's, in the current episodes, he's showing that he's got a heart. And I think that if you and him cross paths, I think that that could take us to a whole new well, we, level of, of. Right. We did a, we did a scene together um, at Diane's funeral, mm-hmm. and Michael and I kind of really worked on how can we add to this. And um, I, the reason I pick him is because he's not the obvious choice, and yeah. he is a very very different character. And wild, and I and I'm not saying that it would even have to be a love affair. It might be just a very, very interesting friendship or interest in each other. I think that would be fantastic. I mean, especially with you, know, you now being on the Newman board, and you know him, right. you know, obviously being on the board as well. That could lead to such an interesting storyline to you, somewhat take you know you under his wing and to help gain more support for him in, you know, quote-unquote generosity. Right, because right now we're on opposite sides. Even though we're on the same board, we're on opposite sides. So it would be very interesting to see kind of an arc as to how they would maybe find um, common ground. That's true. Well, Tracy, I really, really appreciate you guys, you know, taking the time tonight. We we ran a little bit over, and I know you're really busy trying to do your job so we can love you more on screen. <laughs> so, um, again, thank you so much for calling in tonight. I, you know, I wish I could have spoken a little bit more, but this is my first time to screen callers, and that was we had a lot of callers for you tonight. So, <laughs> oh, excellent, and you did great. You did absolutely great. It was wonderful <laughs> speaking with you, and it was wonderful to to speak to all the fans that called in, and I really appreciate it. I mean, everybody uh, we, in the midst of board to just talking about how gracious you were and how fantastic you were and beautiful. And um, one question that was asked quite a bit, just um, real quick, was talking about the um, Jabot products. 
Right. I think I kind of got the impression that a lot of the fans would buy it more if they felt like it was benefiting you personally. Is that, oh, is that true? No, anyway? definitely. I definitely use all these products, and I stand behind them. They're really great. So, okay, perfect. So then I'll let them know that if they if they did buy it, then it would benefit you. <laughs> oh, so I see what you're saying. I yeah. see what you're saying. That's so lovely. Yes, actually, if they went to hsn.com, it would. Thank you Perfect. for that. Because that was one of the questions I was asked several times. Didn't want to buy it if they knew that it could help you personally. So oh we'll make my sure goodness, and get that's that out so there lovely. That's so lovely. But and and also more importantly, they will love them. Well, I can't wait to try it myself. Oh, good. Okay. You have to call me. You tweet me and um, tell me what ones you're thinking about getting, and I'll talk you through it. And also, everybody should know that my um, Facebook fan page, anybody can can write me if they have any questions about the Jabot products. I'm on it. I answer every question, and I'm here to help anybody through it. That's perfect. We had two surprise guests that we were supposed to call in. So you can... You can get with them at a later date why they didn't call in, but I had Michael Damien, who scheduled to call in, and Christian LeBlanc was to call in, but uh, sadly it, it didn't work out apparently. Um, they, their numbers didn't show up on the, the switchboard. They were going to surprise you, um, so we'll just have to just leave it to Next leave time. And not, exactly. Next time we will be able to do it. Well, Absolutely. Tracy, thank, thank you so much for this time. This has been a, this has been a dream come true. Uh, later in the year, I would love to reach out to you again and bring you back on as a guest. You've been a wonderful, you've been a great first guest. Just to let you know, I do have Michael Damien coming on in a couple of weeks, and I have Michelle wonderful. Stafford at the, end, at the end of the month. So, And right. Eileen Davidson is also coming on. So I'm very excited to get some of the leading ladies of, uh, no offense to Michael Damien, but the right. other ones are leading ladies. <laughs> I think he would be uh, honored to be in that company, let me tell you. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So, um Anyway, I wish you well. Oh, I would love to come back toward the end of the year because I'll have lots more to talk about, that's for sure. Oh, that's, can't wait. That's perfect. That's perfect. Thank you well, so much, you guys. Thank Great you. show, and, and I appreciate it. Thank you very thank much. You. And we will talk right. to you on Bye-bye. Twitter. Bye-bye. Thank you. you now guys. go study right. your lines, okay? <laughs> I'm never going to forget these lines. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good night. Okay. Well, everybody, that was an excellent first uh show tonight with the fabulous Tracy Bregman. Um, I'm sorry for the people that called that I didn't get to. Um, I, you know, I have to respect the talent that calls in. You know, I tell them an hour, um, but she was gracious to stay over a little bit longer. Uh, I hope that Joyce and I did good for our first uh, premiere episode of Russell Style Broadcast uh, with a special guest. Um, I'll, I'm going to let Joyce speak in just a moment to close out the show for listeners. Don't forget, January 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here at the same link, you'll be able to talk to Michael Damian, who plays and played Danny Romilotti. And then also on January 19th, the lovely Michelle Stafford will be joining us for another, for a hour-long chit-chat. And I just got word, this is news to everybody, that Eileen Davidson, who plays Ashley Abbott, will be joining us at the end of the month. I just got done talking to her before I talked to Tracy, so she will be rounding out. We're on our, that's a fantastic first month, first month lineup. I thank everybody who called in, who listened. Um, it'll be sent over to iTunes so you can download, and you can also download the episode uh, right here at blogtalkradio.com. You can also uh, stream it live at our blog, and I'll post it on Facebook as well. 
I'm done for the moment. I will now hand it over to Joyce to say goodbye, and we will all see you next week for a normal week in review next Wednesday. Stay tuned. Go ahead, Joyce, to close out the show. Again, I just want to thank everybody for calling in, too. We had such a fantastic turnout tonight, and I knew you guys would not disappoint us. We were, you know, very much looking forward to it, and um, we were just – I love the questions on the chat room, love the questions we got on Twitter, and, you know, I apologize for having to take all the callers, but lesson learned. Next time, call in sooner, people. First come, first serve. So thank you guys so, so much. We really, really appreciate all your support and um, look forward to you guys downloading it later, too. And on the last note, don't forget to go to hsn.com for Jabot products because it definitely does help out Tracy. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, and good night.